Welcome back to The Widow Diaries. This is Brenda Bustios, and thank you for joining me in another episode. Um, it's March 18th, 2022, just in case you listen to this, you know, years later. <laughs> but um, today is um, a very special day. It marks nine years uh, since my husband passed away. And um I didn't plan on this until the last minute, but I felt led to have a very special guest on here. Surprise guest. It was a surprise to her. And matter of fact, it was a surprise to me. But I want to introduce everyone to my youngest daughter, Celia. Um, When Celia was in kindergarten, only five years old, uh, that's when her daddy passed away. And so I wanted to have uh, Celia on the show because I know it's been quite a journey for her. Uh, I've written a lot about her in my widow diaries. And um, so I just wanted to share with my audience um, her perspective. Uh, she's very private. And so I want to just say thank you, Celia, for um, the courage that you've taken to come on here and to share little bits and pieces. I'm hoping to reach um, the audiences that, especially the widows that may have uh, children your age or close to your age, um, or maybe those that have like a five-year-old, you know, uh, that, you know, their father passed away. So that's why I want to have you on here. And um, I'm very lucky to have you on here. I'm very blessed. Um, so Celia, again, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, my first question to you is let's 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 talk about memories okay um you always tell me that you don't have as many memories as your brother and your sister and i wanted to set this episode aside just for you not little david's um memories not vanessa's memories but these are yours and one of the special memories i wanted to bring up is when Every night, dad used to say to you, okay, Celia, we're going to have girl talk. And <laughs> um, you would, I remember you saying to him, what's girl talk, you know? And what did he say to you? Uh, well, girl talk was, um, <laughs> girl talk was this time where at the end of the day, and it would just be me and him. And we would just, um, it'd be the only time where he'd take the time for just me. And I remember you asking him, uh, why, why do you call it girl talk, daddy? Because you're not a girl. And what did he say? Do you remember? You don't remember? That's okay. I remember him saying, hearing him say, because I was in the next room and I heard him say, well, it's okay, Celia, because you're the girl. So I want to talk all about all of the girly things. And I remember some of the things he used to um uh, or you, you two used to share not just about your day, but um, he used to read a book to you, right? He used to read um, to you every night. And I think one of the the stories was um, that he read to you was Cinderella. Can you share with the audience a little bit about that, about Cinderella? Um, I guess he didn't really like the story that much because I would always make him read it to me every time. 
But there's this thing that like came with the book where it had this wand, and every time you'd wave it, it'd make this noise. And I <laughs> for I, you to turn the page. Yeah, <laughs> like you'd interact with Cinderella, like you know the fairy godmother. Mm -hmm. So you'd you'd get to be her, and I used to always wave it in his ear a lot, constantly. Mm -hmm. So he didn't like it whenever I did that. So yeah, <laughs> just skip through the book. And, you know, you were a very clever little girl because I remember um, that you used to tell him, no, daddy, you skip this part. And then you'd have to go back and uh, and start over. <laughs> so um, that was one of the special memories. Uh, Celia, um, I know that you were you were going through quite a bit when um at the age of five as a kindergartner. And it was a total shock to you that all of a sudden, like your dad passed away and he's not coming back. And it was very confusing. And I remember um, how upset you were. And thankfully, um, Kaiser Hospital, uh, who we were a member of at that time, uh, referred us to so many different resources. And one of the places that I took you to was a place called Hospice of the Valley. And there was a group called the Littles Group. And ironically enough, the very first time you went there, um, and again, these these this group ran for every six weeks, and you were within your age group. And um, the thing about it is, though, um, I remember you coming home and telling me that every everybody in that group had lost a father, right? Not a mom, not a nana. I mean everybody just so happened to lose a father. Um, can you tell me what you remember about what you did uh, during this, you know, time when you went to this group? Because I would just drop you off or I'd just sit in the lobby um, and, you know, not, not pick you up until it was done for like two hours. What can you say about that, about that place? Uh, I remember very vividly. So what I do remember is this one book that we read before. And I guess I was really drawn to it because of the pictures, but it was like different colors of the emotions that you feel when you're going through um, grief and what happened. And then we all take like the time to like talk about like how we feel, I guess. I mean, I don't really even remember talking because I was the youngest one there. And I was always really more interested in like the goldfish, so yeah. A pet goldfish? Like, like snack. Oh, yes, you did tell me that they had snacks. Um, do you find uh, that it was helpful to be in that circle, to be in that group? Um, for that guess, time? Yeah, for that time, yeah. It did help. How did it help you, Celia? It distracted me from, like, they kind of, like, sugar-coated it, where it distracted me from how deep and like tragic the whole thing actually was i see um one of the things i remember why i wanted to take you to that group is every year you would ask me well you know again you were in kindergarten and then when you got to the first grade second grade third grade i mean every single year you would ask me if you were going to be the only one in your class that lost a father and every year i'd say to you i I honestly don't know um, until you got to which grade. And can you tell me about that when you 
we finally um, found someone or unfortunately someone tragically lost their father. Can you tell me about that? What grade you were in and, and how did, how did you find out Were you approached by the person or just tell me or tell our audience? <laughs> well, me and her, I don't know if, if she wants me to say her name, but um, me and her, we weren't really friends at all. Like, I didn't even know her until, this was in fourth grade, and I didn't know anything about her because I was just doing my own thing and she was doing hers. But, you know, like, people talk, so I overheard, like, that um, her father also passed away. And it kind of drew me to her because... It wasn't a good thing, but, like, finally I'd have someone that I would be able to relate to in that thing. That's the exact same age as me. And so uh, I told her, I talked to her about it, and this was when you were doing grief show at the time, so I was telling her what you did, and she's my best friend now, so it's kind of cool to be able to, like, experience the same things still. That's really great. And um, yeah, well, we won't say her name on here because we don't have her permission. Um, it made total sense, babe. And so, you know, one of the one of the things that um, is so special about that is that um, she had someone that made her feel like, well, I'm not alone. I, there's someone in this someone now that understands what I'm going through. And so you had one another and. Um, I remember, I thought we came close to meeting another child that, again, I, I don't want any, any, any child, you know, at any age to, to experience, you know, the trauma of losing a parent in the way that you did, you know, and, and all everything that goes with it and all the feels, you know, but I know it's a part of life. Um, but I remember when we were in the second grade and I love to volunteer into your class. Uh, remember Celia? And, um, I was doing a group. I was sitting, they would, they would always break up the kids into little groups. And I remember this one boy who was in your second grade class. And I don't know how your father came up, um, that he had died, that he had passed away. And this little boy said, Oh, my dad, my dad died too. And I was like, really? Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't even know. I had no idea. And he said to me, yeah, my mom told me whenever I ask about him, uh, my mom, when I ask my mom, you know, about my dad, she always says he's dead to me, which we know is not the same thing. And I remember I had to walk away from the table and kind of like hold in my laughter because that is not the same thing. Um, turns out <laughs> they were going through a, a wicked divorce and, um, you know, um, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, it was not the same thing, but, you know, a couple of years later, you did make this friend. And with that connection, I made friends with her mom. I was very, you know, um, adamant about finding out who her mom was uh, so that I could tell her about the widow's table so I could tell her about grief share and just totally, you know, uh, want to let her know that I was going to be there for her in any way possible, you know, uh, widow to widow. And now all of a sudden she's a single mom and all of a sudden, like I became a single mom. So, um, and speaking of that, I know that your, your dad did a lot of things with you. Um, for example, uh, you guys had, um, girl talk. Um, and one of the other special things is you guys would play, uh, dolls and have your routine and play Barbies. Um, but also 
he would be the one to take you and pick you up from school. Now you didn't share with me until till you're a couple of years older and you felt like you could share with me. Um, but do you remember sharing with me your reaction in the early years of when you saw other children with their fathers picking them up from school? Do you remember how you felt about that? like mixed like I remember I'd feel mad or like jealous because they got to like spend their lives with their dads and I was there with just my mom which is nothing that was wrong with you it's just the fact that he wasn't there and I couldn't do the same yeah no I I know what you mean and um it doesn't take away from what you and I have it just um it's just a I understand the loss that you have with your dad um and it's just different. Uh, so, yes, that's something that you got through. And do you remember when, you know, it bothered you less or stopped bothering you? Or does it still bother you now? Well, now you, I don't take you, you take a bus. But um, did you ever remember um, a time when you were going to school and you saw the other dads and you were, you know, not feeling as jealous or as angry? Um. Well, I still do. I'm not jealous, but it's like, if I'll see like somebody with their dad now, it's just like, it sucks that I can't be able to do that. Or like, it sucks like I can't do the little things with him. Like, I can't show him my grades. I can't go to the store with him. Or like, I don't know, I can't even like do anything physically with him. And I feel like, yeah, that's, yeah. Yes, that's, uh, that is quite a, you know, a, wow. Yeah, that's heavy. Um, and I'm so glad, again, you're very brave and courageous for coming on here. I know uh, some of the uh, things that he would, he would like to do with you guys. And I remember you guys playing in the living room and he would kick the, the ball in the house with you. I could not believe he did that. But remember, do you remember that him playing soccer with you in the living room? And then he, he would always say to me that you were very athletic, a natural athletic. You had a natural athletic ability. Do you remember that? Do you remember playing soccer with him in the living room? Yeah, I remember whenever he'd play games with like Nana and Dave, I would always join in. Mm -hmm. What was one of your favorite games that you used to play? Dave would bring out like the lightsabers from his room <laughs> and we'd all get to hit each other but he never had enough lightsabers for me so I'd get the broom <laughs> so we'd all hit each other it was kind of funny I thought you were going to bring up about the nerf gun he had he had um the nerf gun with bullets was that with you or maybe that's just your brother and sister huh? that was Dave. Oh, okay but I think dad played too though because he actually brought some from work he had some at his job um, okay. Um, you're doing great, by the way. Thank you so much. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of kids out there that, um, may listen to this and see that they're not alone. Um, when you and this friend got older, the friend that, you know, your classmate that lost her dad, uh, I remember hearing about a place called, um, Camp Hope. And it was for kids that were from six years old to, 18 years old for this camp. And it was actually started by a widow, a single mom, and she had five children and she started this camp uh, 
for for kids to go and just you know work out their grief and have fun can you tell me a little bit about that camp did you enjoy it and what are some of the you know memories or the takeaways that you had from there uh i did a lot of stuff over there that like well they gave us a lot of fun activities like we would do like zip lining or just hiking or like doing different like crafts with how we feel but at night we would talk about different like stages of grief and like how to overcome it or different memories or we'd show pictures of our um parents or whoever we lost and yeah and at the end of it i think it was like for three days right Mm -hmm. yeah it was three days and at on the third night we would do this candle ceremony and that was always the hardest for everybody but like it's really like special to me because like you look around and like (laughs) you're um sorry you're not as alone as you thought you really are because everybody has their own stories and some of them aren't as different from you wow that's amazing i can just imagine because there were quite a few kids that were there so then there's a big circle of you with this candlelight and must have been really special. I saw part of it on the video. Was there something else you wanted to share about that? Yeah, it's kind of like, um, say if we had a sleepover with like a bunch of friends, I remember like, or like just the small stuff during break or whatever, this was like, in, like just any time in school, there it'd be like, um, it, people would be like, oh, my dad did this. So they're like, oh, my dad does the same thing. And I just sit there because I didn't have anything to really add on to that. But like, in that ceremony or in that group, you kind of feel like you're all able to like talk about the same thing and you're able to add on how you feel. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. Um, One of the things I remember um, when they were showing us the crafts, as you mentioned, uh, when we came to pick you up and um, they were showing the parents a slideshow and telling us, you know, what you did, what you all did there. And they were bringing up samples of your crafts and one, one thing that they brought up there and they didn't say whose it was, but I knew because I know your dad and you know, your dad. Um, one of the things that they brought up was your, your, um, special craft. And can you tell me what it was and why I spotted it right away? I remember it was like, um, hmm. it was like a wooden box. Yeah. And- like a cigar box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we know he loves cigars. Decorate it. What remind us? What reminded us of our loved one, and like what like things they liked. And I put like a giant symbol and like a baseball and a football for the 49ers and like red and yellow. <laughs> red and gold. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yellow is well, the like, closest. Yellow was the one I colored. Mm-hmm. So. And what else was on there? Uh, baseball. Yeah. All the things that he was into, huh? I think that's really amazing. And um, I remember uh, you also had a teddy bear, kind of like a -A Build-A-Bear. Can you tell me about that? Oh, yeah. Its name's Honey. And uh, we got to stuff our own bears where, um, and then you'd cut a a heart, like a little paper heart, and you'd write something like in it, like that's a message to your loved one. And then you'd stick the heart inside of the bear, like while you're stuffing it with all the fluffing. And <laughs> it was like, how many years since I went to that camp? 
I don't even remember. Maybe two? Yeah, I was like, I think I was in sixth grade, though. Oh, no, then that's three. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I remember opening it, like, this year. It was something, but, like, it's kind of cool opening it from, like, after a long time. Um, did you want to, and totally up to you, share with the audience what is it that you wrote in there? I know it was something like um, how, like I said, I missed you so much, and um, I'm going to make you proud one day, something like that. My guess is he's proud of you already, Celia. (laughs) Um, Also, uh, one other thing I was going to ask you, I have two more questions before we go. One of them is... What would you say to the younger audience? What would you say to the younger Celia, the Celia uh, that you are now? What do you, would you go to say or advise um, the little kindergarten Celia that lost her father? How would you want to comfort her? How do you want to, what, what would you like to say to those other little girls and boys out there that have had this similar loss and coming in new to it? what would you want to tell them? Well, I guess I'll tell you the same thing I told um, her little sister. Um, That's right. Your friend had a little sister the same age as you when you lost your father. Mm -hmm. Um, She has a little sister. And I remember telling her little sister that she may be young now and you're really like oblivious to it. And it's like you hardly like could understand what's going on at that moment. But so I always wished I had gotten this warning, but like, um, as you get older, it's going to hit you. So you have to be ready for when that happens and when it's um, going to come up because it's not going to be easy when you get older. So you'll, um, it's okay. Take your time. You'll realize it quicker, like slower. She probably, it probably went out one year through the other, but it's just for anybody that's listening now, I guess. Right. And she, she could um, maybe listen to this now or maybe when she's older, because she is now in the third grade, I think, right? Um, so one more question to you, Celia. If this microphone can reach more than just the people listening to this on Spotify or Anchor. Um, if it could reach beyond this and could reach your father's ears, what would you want to say to him right now if he could hear you just for this moment? Um. And you could say it like, like you're saying it to him right now. You could just say, Dad or daddy, or however you want to address him. What's your message to him tonight? Um, oh my God, you're making this so hard. Okay, um, I don't I don't know. It probably happened so fast, so I just say, like, <laughs> um, I miss you, or, like, I think that's what would come up. That's probably what would come up, yeah. That's, um... Yeah, I'd say I miss him, and I wish I could do much more with him. 
And I wish that God had given me more time. Because, um, not everybody has five years of their life, and that's all I've got with him. I see. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. And if he were here, what were some of the things that you'd want to do? Sorry, I know I said that was the last question, but um, I want you to just, if it's okay with you, to elaborate a little bit more. Like, what are some of the things that you'd want to do? Um, I'd probably tell them about my school and some of the people there, <laughs> the good and the bad, I guess. Um, I'd, take, I'd want to go out to eat with him. Mm-hmm. And... I would probably take videos and pictures so that way it's easier to remember him. And I would show him the music that I listen to now. And I would let him show me music that he listened to. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That is really beautiful. Um, Ocelia, I just want to thank you again for coming on to the Widow Diaries and for being brave enough and courageous enough to um, share your story and to speak to the younger audience or whoever's going to be listening to this. And I hope they will be encouraged and inspired by how far you've come. I want you to know you have come a long way and I'm just really proud of you. I'm proud of the young woman you've, you know, you're going to be. Um, because this whole traumatic thing could have turned you around. You could have gotten into drugs, want to join a gang, you know, um, do some other crazy stuff. Been, <laughs> but, you know. Um, <laughs> what was that? Due to my discipline? No, we got to be careful. We say on here, I don't want CPS <laughs> coming after me. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, you have the choice. And you know, I'm just proud of you and you've got such a long way to go. Um, I hope you continue to making to uh, continue to make um, good choices, um, keeping God close to you. Um, even when he does, you know, you feel like he hasn't answered all your questions. Um, but I hope that you would know that uh, I'm here for you and I'm grateful that you have a big support. You know, I said on one of my other episodes that it really does take a village and we've had so much love and support that God's blessed us with family and friends and neighbors, new friends, old friends. I know none of them can fill the void of your dad in your heart, but God has been showing up and showing up in these amazing people. Um, and he has, you know, blessed us. I can't deny no matter how hard this has been, it is, he, he has been so good to us. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Well, again, thank you ladies and gentlemen for, and boys and girls for tuning in, um, to another episode of the widow diaries. Um, it is, uh, my pleasure <laughs> to, to, Oh, it's okay. It's okay to cry, babe. It's been my pleasure um, sharing my the pages to my story and also bringing my baby on here um, to share her story. Um, and so thanks and until next time. Bye-bye.